Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. What do we got today, Rick? We got the week six news and injury report. Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. What's poppin', Rick? What's up, bro? Nothing much. My name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon with me. How the fantasy champions doing today? I'm doing fantastic. <sighs> I wasn't talking Except to you. Except in the home league. Yeah, that's true. You are always horrible in the home league. I know. Well, once once I lost Barkley, I knew it was. I had no chance. I was like, well, you've been close the last couple weeks though. With uh, twelve teams, and you lose your best player by far. It's kind of tough to uh, come back from that. Yep. I'm trying though, man. I was a third highest score this week and still lost. No one selling you any like players. Like you have Mike Gaskin. You have okay. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. You have Mike Evans. Why don't you sell Mike Evans for a running back? I, I tried. No one want. Did you try to hit up? Uh, I did, but the I Eckler mean, owner. No, <laughs> I'm not gonna get Camara for him. So, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, Rick is one and four, completely collapsing internally. Uh, I, we, I think I'm like the fifth highest scoring elite though. <laughs> wow. Uh, we got we got some stuff to get to in this episode we're going to talk about um some news and some injuries around the league um so just bear with us if i miss anything rick just say you moron and then tell us what it is will do (laughs) will do so we'll jump right into that in a second um before we do that check out our website thefantasychampions.com follow us on twitter at the ff champs on instagram at the fantasy champions uh, if you still have a Facebook, go to facebook.com forward slash the fantasy champions and like us over there. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any other major podcasting platforms, please subscribe and leave a review. It really helps the brand, really helps uh, grow our subscriber list mm-hmm. and our listenership so we can continue making this podcast. Um, be sure to share it with your friends if you're listening on YouTube. We're trying to hit that thousand subscriber mark, so be sure to subscribe. Click the be- click the bell for notifications. Like and comment down below. Let's jump into the news and injury report for the week. Yeah, let's do it. Rick was complaining that we record this episode a little bit earlier in the week, so sometimes some news happens. The NFL is always moving. I wasn't complaining. I was just you saying you were complaining. It was a <laughs> pure complaint. Maybe a little. Uh, let's go to the first news point. So um, this happened like Friday, I think. I completely forgot about it. I guess there's no interest. Um, but CBS's uh, Jason Lockhand 4 reported that Washington quarterback Dwayne Haskins is likely to be traded before the October 29th trade deadline. Wow. So it sounds like Washington doesn't want anything to do with Haskins no more, which is, you no, know, is what it is. That's so stupid to me. Yeah. He wasn't even be- like when they benched him for like what's his name Case I, I keep calling him Case Kyle Keenum Kyle Allen <laughs> same thing it doesn't matter it doesn't yeah. matter yeah uh, but Haskins I was I was surprised that they wanted to put him on the trade block and and like when you look at what they had like he threw three hundred and sixty yards and like two interceptions in that game and he was playing like like the teams they were playing against was like the Baltimore Ravens and like, I know I know like the Rams like give the they kid were a shot tough teams and he was doing decent and then they just benched him and it's like well yeah. 
So um, they're going to try to trade him. Reportedly no interest. Um, the the trade deadline is October 29th. I thought it was November twenty uh, November third. Uh, yeah, I could be wrong. I mean, I, I don't I don't know which one. It is. Okay, but anyway, at the they're trying to trade him before the trade deadline. Right. So keep an eye on That's the Haskins situation. Yeah, I mean against the Ravens, dude, he threw thirty two. He went thirty two of forty five, which is a great completion completion percentage for 314 yards no no interceptions no touchdowns but against baltimore who mm-hmm. probably the best defense in the league for a young quarterback that's fantastic no and they benched him off that game yeah it doesn't really make a lot of sense it must be um where it could be like a locker room thing maybe like maybe there's an issue sometimes with sometimes it's go it goes yeah, a little maybe. bit deeper in terms of in game like i noticed rookie quarterbacks seem to struggle in the red zone a lot sure yeah um and that like you can get as many yards as you want but if you can't score in the red zone your team's never going to be good Cincinnati. They're going for Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence. Yep. Um, but anyway, yeah. I, where where is a landing spot for Haskins? No idea. I mean, there's plenty of teams that could use a good young quarterback. I think Pittsburgh would be fantastic um, to sit behind Roethlisberger the rest of the season and then maybe take over. Um, yeah. A team that has a veteran quarterback where he can just kind of sit behind for a year yeah. or two. Uh, but... I mean, it's crazy. I take Washington him over here in New England. I would love, I would love him in New England, but I don't, I don't think that would happen. Though. Yeah, um, Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin said uh, Deontay Johnson will be uh, a limited participant in practice for most of the week, um, and I think that's what we've seen for a majority of the week. I believe you said uh, on Wednesday that Deontay Johnson didn't practice along with Juju and who else? Yes. Eric Ebron. Eric Ebron. So keep an eye on all those situations. I'm assuming that most of those are just rest days uh-huh. besides Deontay Johnson had the back injury, but um, they're saying that it's more than likely that he is going to play this week. So prepare yourself for that. Uh, NBC Washington's JP Finley reported that Kyle Allen has been medically cleared to start against the week six uh, their week six matchup against the Giants. Um, Kyle Allen will remain the team starter in week six. So Allen, uh, wow, not Allen. Um, Alex Smith will not play in that game. Mm, interesting. He um, didn't do bad when he played Kyle Allen, so it makes sense. Yeah, uh, a lot of people were talking about how if Alex Smith played, it would be good for um, Antonio Gibson. He likes to yeah. dump it off the run. I think it'd be good either way because if you remember yeah, yeah, last yeah. year, Carolina's quarterback was Kyle Allen for a lot of time. He dumped it off to McCaffrey a lot. That's true. So I think both guys. I was going to say, yeah, but that was system, bro. But then they have Ron Rivera, so. <laughs> In same system. Yeah. Same system. Um, DJ Chark isn't practicing Wednesday with an ankle injury that he obtained in Sunday's matchup. I believe he might have gone back into that game. I can't remember. Uh, um, I'm pretty sure he left the game in like late third quarter, early fourth quarter, somewhere in that range. Okay. Um, so just keep an eye on Chark moving into the weekend. Um, who are they playing, the Jacksonville Jaguars? Oh, geez, I have no idea. I never know who the Jaguars are playing, bro. Does anybody? <laughs> um, James I Robinson owners, maybe. Quick, though. The Jaguars play the Lions this week. Okay. Um, so what concerns me is that if the ankle injury is that was like a long pause, but <laughs> I know I was like, the, did, I, did I lose the, the <laughs> ankle injury? The ankle injury, you know, if even if he's fine, I feel like I feel like Jacksonville would like limit him 
in the game. So I'm like, do yeah. you want to start him against I, I, Detroit at this point if he's active? If he's not limited, though, Detroit doesn't have a fantastic defense at all. So I, I right, but that that is a legit concern, though. Okay, just if you're gonna start Char, take it with a grain of salt. Uh, Falcons fired Dan Quinn, their head coach. They also fired Raheem Morris. I mean, I'm sorry, they didn't fire Raheem Morris. They also fired their GM, and they promoted Raheem Morris to head coach, their defensive coordinator. So that means that once again, the Atlanta Falcons are going to be run offensively by Dirk Cutter. So expect yeah. 645 million passing attempts. Can't wait. <laughs> Calvin Ridley. Um, I'm surprised it took them this long to fire Dan Quinn, considering that he lost many Super Bowls. Well, not many, just just the just one, one. The one felt like many. It, it felt well, the one felt like many. That's true. Uh, I meant uh, many games. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where yeah. he literally, I think three times this year, the team had a twenty-point lead going into halftime, and they blew it all three times. Like, how do you do that? That's, that's, crazy, that's that has got to be poor coaching. Yeah, for sure. So anyway, um, I don't think I think a lot of people are are of the mind that this is going to have a massive effect on on the Falcons offense I would say no considering Dan Quinn was a defensive minded head coach to begin with um this was Dirk Cutter's offense so I don't think that anything offensively is fully going to change for them so I am not concerned about anything changing um in terms of Julio and Calvin Ridley and Hayden Hurst and uh, Todd Gurley and the like so yeah I don't know if you agree or disagree with that, but no, I, I, I pretty much agree. I mean, I don't think it's going to be the same offense overall. Okay. Um, in the saddest news of the week, crushed my heart and soul stepped on it. My inner cowboy fan that I refuse to believe I have <laughs> was so saddened by the loss of Dak Prescott. Um, it was ugly. Yeah. It was tough to watch. So he and I, what was even worse about it, like you watch the play and you go, ooh, that that did not look good. And then uh, don't look it up, by the way, if you're not of the squeamish descent. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it does not look good. It's 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 like the Gordon Hayward injury in the NBA a few years ago. Yeah. The, it, it, it looked pretty bad. So the uh, first initial thought process was that it was just a dislocation of his right ankle. Um, and that that would be a six to eight week injury. So that was the first initial response. And then, I think anyone like, like I watched that replay and I heard that too. And I, when I watched it happen though, I yeah. be, immediately thought that's not a dislocation. That is, that's a break. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it can look like that on dislocations. Usually you sure, hear a yeah. pop when there's a compound fracture. Um, I know when we were watching the Celtics, when Gordon Hayward went down that one time a couple years mm-hmm. ago, um, you could hear a audible pop. Right. Um, so obviously I don't know whether it was crowd noise or whatever it was, you didn't hear that. So I think a lot of people were like, Oh, he's okay. It could be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, he had both, they, he got surgery literally that night, but what was more crushing was the fact that he was bawling, crying his eyes out going off the field and whether those were Thanks, tears man. of I don't want to play or tears of there goes my money. 
One of, one, of, one of the two, either way. I do feel bad for Dak. He's worked very no, I mean, hard and he's, he's fantastic. He's been trying to get a contract for like two years. He now. deserves every penny of Finally it, Finally in a contract year. And he he was going to get paid, man. He was throwing like 400 yards a game. Yeah. He he was going to get paid by somebody, even if it wasn't Dak. And they still weren't winning. Mike McCarthy He still sucks. might get paid, but it hurts his chances. Yeah. Um, they, the rumors were he might get paid more than Mahomes. <sighs> Which I don't know I would do that, but That's definitely anyway, he deserve he deserves to get paid at some point. So he does, yeah. Anyway, um as far as the impacts of fantasy in the Dallas Cowboys, yeah. um what what our show actually is about. Mm-hmm. Um I think this has as much as everyone loves the red rifle. <laughs> Not me included. I, I, I and I, you know, I, I told you this. I think earlier, I I earlier this week on the podcast, I think all of Andy Dalton's problems were more mm-hmm. pertaining to uh, his absence, uh, not absence, uh, his, his his time in Cincinnati. His time in Cincinnati. Like thank you. Situation around him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm searching for yeah, words I today. Mean, I'm checking. My brain is like shutting down <laughs> as we talk. Um, yeah, no, I, I think Andy Dalton being in Cincinnati, that's what made him bad. Um, so I think being in a, in an offense that has all this talent and has Mike McCarthy as the head coach, it really does like help, uh, his stock. So I don't think he's going to be terrible, but I think this does hurt is obviously CD Lamb has been playing out of his mind and I don't think he's going to be as good. Uh, I would hope he is because I love CD Lamb. I think he's ridiculous. What he's doing in the first yeah. five weeks is crazy. Go look up his numbers, by the way. Anyway, I think this hurts Amari Cooper a lot. Uh, yeah, I think like, so. Unfortunately, I think week to week basis um, mm-hmm. with Dak in there, there was a chance you could start Gallup, you could start Lamb, and you could start Cooper. All three together. With the amount of yards that Dak throws a game, he throws mm-hmm. like 400 to 500 yards. Like all three of those guys had a chance to get mm-hmm. 100 yard games or close to it. Um, but with Andy Dalton in there, I, I think it hurts Cooper's value for redraft. Uh, I think it hurts CeeDee Lamb's value for now. And I think it hurts Michael. Yeah, I think it hurts all three of those guys. I don't think it hurts Zeke, but oh, yeah, the Zeke's three wide receivers, eat. I think it hurts all of their values. I, f- um, I feel like I feel like they're just going to feed Zeke the ball for like 80% of the game. Yeah, Zeke's going gonna to eat probably. I'm not saying that those three wide receivers are going to be bad. I just don't think... Yeah. Um, it'll be as good as it was with that. Like if I had to do rest of season rankings, I would probably say that I would have Amari Cooper six or seven with Dak. And okay. now he's probably 11 or 12 without. I was going to so say like 12. A good five or six spot drop for me. I don't know where you rank him with Dak, but. Yeah. No, with, with Dak, I probably would have had him because the year he's been having probably around like seven. Yeah. Um, and but but now he's he's definitely probably around like 12 13 for me. Yeah, I think I think you have to take the injury with a grain of salt. If you had a Dak uh a Dak um Cooper stack, you are not Yes, yeah. feeling too good about that, but unfortunately we're, we're going to have to see as the season goes along. Obviously, we know Amari Cooper as this a boom bust player. In the first couple weeks of the season, that boom bust player was not here. Um he was having week to week floor games of 13 points. And when he scored, it was like 19, 20, you know, it's what you're looking for from a a top six, top seven wide receiver. You know what I mean? Um, And now without Dak Prescott, I think there's a chance that he could go back to, 
you know, his time when he was with Derek Carr getting these 30 point games and then getting zero, you know what I mean? And, and Mm -hmm. he obviously is more influential in this style offense with Mike McCarthy. So it's a different kind of system. It's a, you know, they like to get their number one receiver involved a lot. So I think they're going to target him, but I think his target share can drop from like nine, 10 targets a game to seven. And it just doesn't look great for Amari Cooper. He's still going to have his big games, but I think the floor is going to drop a little bit for him. And that's why I would move him down. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I agree. But I think as far as the effects, this has no effects on whether the Dallas Cowboys can win or lose, to be honest with you. Because they just lose <laughs> I think anyway. it hurts their chances, but because they're in such a bad division that I don't really think... They might make the playoffs with the red rifle and he'll go to the Super Bowl and win. Out of all people. Well, let's, let's calm down. <laughs> hey, listen, Nick Foles won the Super Bowl, so... Yeah, I mean, with that... With that division being so bad, there is still a very good chance they're going to win that division. Yeah, right. The Eagles can figure it out. Right. Um, let's move to the next point. Baker Mayfield did get he gets he got smacked on Sunday. I don't remember if he came back into the game, but it looked like a rib injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, he said, "I I could be wrong, but they asked him if he planned on playing next week, and he's like, yeah, I ain't no baby.'" <laughs> God, Baker. I gotta say, um, some people, some people can, uh, some people can uh, look at Baker Mayfield and think, like, or look at a quarterbacks who do commercials and think they're just utter tool bags when they do them. Like, um, I think the Rogers commercials are funny with uh, State Farm, but yes, I think they're funny, but I do think they're overdone a lot. Baker's commercials, I can't. Was it? Prog- is it progressive? His commercials um, with Progressive, I think, where he's in the stadium yeah. and he's like at home. Oh, Hulu too. Or is it? Yeah, Hulu is funny, but the I think it's Progressive, where he's at home, and his sta- like he lives at his stadium. They're, those commercials are just unreal. I can't. They're funny every time. Like he's carrying bags inside his stadium and he's trying oh, to. Get yeah, the, they, yeah, he calls out for his wife to come get. It. He can't get through the stupid gate. He drops his keys. I'm like, it's literally. I break. You don't struggle with this yet because you're not married. But that's literally me every single week. <laughs> so bad. Wow. Anyway, so Baker, uh, he practiced Wednesday too, so he is no big baby, yes. and he's gonna play. No, guess not. Uh, Dalvin Cook hurt his groin in, I believe, it was Sunday's game. Mm-hmm. Um, he is not practicing Wednesday. He did not practice Wednesday. Um, if he did practice over the next couple days, obviously, go Google Dalvin Cook right now and see if that that is okay. But X rays came back negative. The, he isn't expected to play, but there is a rumor floating around that um, he and Mike Zimmer, or is it Mike Zimmer? I can't remember. Who's the head coach? Mike Zimmer, yeah. Thank you. Okay, I got that right. Um, that they both sat down and talked, and Dalvin said he can play this week, and he feels fine, and that they're willing to put him in the game. Um, but they also like to play it safe. The bye week is the following yes. week. So I think what they would do is hold him out for two weeks and just let him heal before the second half of the season. I think precautionary, that would be this. That'd probably be the smartest thing to do. Um, right. So, I mean, Alexander Madison, obviously, if if there's any other way. But who are they playing this week? Uh, I never have the list every, every time you ask that. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's, it's okay. I just, um, I just ruined your life. The Vikings play, if my laptop loads, they play the Falcons this week. That's right. We had Kirk Cousins since our start of the week. Okay. I forgot about that. Yeah. So yeah, he plays the Falcons this week, so they'll be fine, I think, without him. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would agree with that. Um, we do have some Le'Veon Bell news that we just got in. Um, oh. No signing 
I would hit the I would hit breaking news if there was signing. And the news show. Breaking news in the news show. Um it says Le'Veon Bell is prioritizing a role in in offense and a chance to win among part of his free agency evaluation. Many people around the league believe Chiefs will have interest because of fit. Uh, Bell also trains in Miami, so perhaps the Dolphins are also a consideration, which that would be a decent landing spot for him, considering that the Dolphins are actually winning games and Fitzmagic is out of his mind. Yeah. Can I be a Dolphins yeah. fan for five minutes? <laughs> I was like, it was like two weeks ago. Like, I think it Fitzmagic had 360 yards and he had, he, he scored a rushing touchdown and had a bunch of rushing yards too, but he threw two interceptions in the game and everyone was like, oh my God, they need to go to Tua. And then the following it's week, he yeah. like scores five touchdowns. Everybody likes Tua. I love Tua too. I, th- I think he was right there with Joe Burrow. Yeah. Like a one, a one B type of quarterback prospect, but Fitzpatrick's playing too well right now. You can't, I wouldn't bench him. Like, and if he plays this this well the whole season, then two is just gonna have to sit out for his rookie year like Mahomes did, which is fine. Like for his development, if anything, it's good. Yeah, right. Um, but, let's but yeah, Bell to the Dolphins would be interesting. Let's 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 jump right into that now. Um, I put this in the notes, but it was a little bit later in the show, so we're just gonna talk about it now. Um, so okay. On uh, I think it was when uh, no on Tuesday afternoon they the the Jets came out and said that they were shopping Le'Veon Bell prior to the November third trade deadline. See this is November third and up here it says October October twenty ninth. So I don't know which freaking date it is anyway. So they wanted to shop him before the trade deadline, but the Jets ended up cutting him on Wednesday. Um, mm. So as of right now, obviously we don't know where Bell is going to go. Um, he might sign before then. Obviously, we just referenced the Chiefs. Miami would be a good place for him to go. I told you um, Washington uh, would be a decent place for him to go, um, as well as uh, what was the other team I said? I think I said Washington, uh, San Francisco, and yeah. I think the Cardinals are not out of the option. Um, right. Their running back coach right now is the running back coach of the Steelers, back when bell was playing with the Steelers. So I think there's some, I think there's some, uh, it is an interesting connection, but I think there's some, some situations there. Um, if you had to peg one team right now, who would it be? Um, I think, you know, the dolphins seem like very interesting, but he wants to win as well. Um, I've heard the bears a lot too, which I think could be interesting. Mm -hmm. So I'd say probably dolphins bears, um, or Chiefs, but Chiefs might not. He, he'll win with the Chiefs, but he might not have the opportunity. So yeah, it really depends what right. he values more. Right. Um, I. I mean, I hope he signs somewhere where he can get more opportunity. Yeah. I don't know why everyone's rooting for him to go to the Chiefs so hard. That would ruin Clyde. <laughs> I really think they want to like. I don't think the Chiefs are putting it out though. I think the Chiefs are yeah. just interested in anybody. I think the Chiefs also like the faster players like they're into speed and yeah, like yeah, i yeah. love bell but he's not a fast he's player he's faster like than cerebral, most but... cerebral running back. right right um anyway let's move into our next point because we got to close the sure. show up but um devonta freeman he uh he practiced on monday and um mm-hmm. that's the only news i have for him he um, he, he practiced on wednesday as well okay all right and thank you um on on I think it was like on pace to play this week. Or yeah. Yeah. I would say that if you practice both days in full, he's on pace for play. Yes. Um, coming off the bye week he has been out for a couple weeks now with this hamstring injury. Um, so it's good to see Devonte Adams coming back. Um, 
I also wanted to note Michael Thomas missed this past week's game, not because of injury, but because of uh, misconduct. Whatever that means. Turning into Antonio Brown here. Oh, I guess yes. I it's yeah, all I, heard, I heard he got into a fight with one of the players. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, he is kind of turning into Antonio Brown a little bit. Not as bad. But, yeah, right. But well, people said that when he was quiet. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the Associated Press's Stephen Reed says there is little chance McCaffrey plays this week against the Bears. I think he's going to play next week. I don't see why Carolina needs to rush him back. They've actually been winning, and and Mike Davis has played well. Mike Davis he's has played, played well. well. In the role. Uh, he didn't practice Wednesday, so I I would I would be very. Uh, hesitant on McCaffrey. Don't they have a bye week coming up too, or did they already go through that? Uh, I can't remember what week the bye week I is. Think they, I think they have a bye week coming up. So I think it's either like week eight or seven or eight or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah. But anyway, it could be week 13. Who knows? I could be just completely <laughs> destroying totally myself right now. Anyway, um, Adam Gaze said he's considering everything to get the team headed in the right direction. And I put this in here. That's what I was going to say. Firing himself. <laughs> Just quit. Just stepping down. You suck. He's horrible. Oh. Well, he's bad. He is bad. But at this point now, he also has no players. Like that team is just a mess right now. Yeah, but now. it's because of him. Um, if I'm Adam, if I was, if I was Sam Darnold, I would go into that office and do exactly what Le'Veon Bell did. Yep. I would say get rid of me. Yeah. I don't want to be here anymore. I mean, that team is a joke right now. I, I think they could easily go 0-16. Yeah, horrible. I, right I did not expect the Jets to be th- as bad as they have been. And I know you have this in the news, but it's it's related to this. And it's Sam Darnold. Uh, he's been ruled out for mm-hmm. week six. That is a joke, too, because he, he, he has be said playing. that he, he can play. I don't know what's going on with the Jets. He, he went back into the game, played fine, actually played well. And then the next week they started Joe Flacco and now they're sitting him again. You know what I think it is? It's Adam Gase trying to save his job. By benching Sam Darnold. I mean, I not benching. It's not, he's not benching Sam Darnold. He's trying to make it. I think he's trying to make it look like he's. Oh, look, we have to play with that. Yeah. Like, no, like that. His losses aren't because of him. It's because Darnold has been out. So they yeah. won't fire him. But as soon as as soon as Sam Donald comes back and they get blown out again, they're gonna fire Gaze. Right. It's, so maybe he's just mess. maybe he's just pushing off the inevitable. But yeah. uh considering everything would possibly maybe starting your, you know, first overall pick quarterback. I don't third know. Third overall pick, actually, I think. Or was it third overall? I don't know. Anyway, yeah. just like Adam Gaze is a waste of space, dude. He's a waste of hey. full on NFL space. The Jets need a complete reset. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they move on from Darnold too, which is a shame. But you want to hear something you never heard before? Sure. Sammy Watkins is going to miss a couple weeks with a hamstring injury. Oh, that's crazy. That's I've never heard that. Never one heard before. that one before. Uh, if you had Sammy Watkins on your team, um, I would not be surprised if the Chiefs even put him on IR. But Michael Hardman, man, finally getting the opportunity. Hey, yeah, hopefully. Um, Keenan Allen left Monday's game with a back injury. Haven't had any updates so far as far as when I made this uh, list. Um, I don't know if he's going to play, if he's not going to play, whether he practiced Wednesday or not. So um, obviously mm-hmm. we'll see what happens with uh, Keenan. Watch that and just make sure he's good to go before you slide him yeah. in your lineup. Uh, Jarvis, I know Mike Williams is also, I think, injured too. Oh, really? He yeah. played on 
Monday he night? He did, but I think he got hurt in the game. I could be wrong about that, though. Um, Jarvis Landry has a rip and hip injury, and he's ugh, whatever, man. Not practicing yeah. Wednesday. So, um, And then in the final piece of news that we have 30 seconds to talk about, maybe 45, um, Broncos running back Melvin Gordon was charged with a DUI on Wednesday night. The man is so rich that he can't even, he doesn't even need to drive drunk. He could just have a driver. Yeah, you would, you would think. So, yeah, there is um, speculation that he, they let him go. I don't know why, but there is speculation that he will not play against the Patriots on Sunday. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he would. So do you think the NFL is going to suspend him? I don't, that's why I was trying to edge the, like, this is a, this is a personal conduct issue. So they're probably going to suspend him for a couple weeks. Right. So I don't I don't know about Philip Lindsay this week because it's against the Patriots. Yeah. So I'd be kind of iffy about that. But going forward, if Melvin Gordon misses some time, Philip Lindsay will hopefully be right. in a good situation. If you own uh Melvin Gordon, just keep an eye on the situation with Gordon. Yeah. Um and that's sure. all the news we have unless I forgot something. I think that's it. All right, there we go. Fantasy football is fully underway here in week six and uh Dude, week, week six man. isn't it crazy don't forget to check out our website thefanschampions.com uh follow us on twitter and instagram and my friends enjoy your sunday see you later Peace out. thank you for listening to the fantasy champions podcast make sure you subscribe on itunes and youtube and follow us on twitter at the ff champs <laughs>